Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. You are listening to Hot 5, Transformers History on the Fives, the podcast where we look back on the week in Transformers history in five-year jumps. Hot 5 is hosted by Rob Clay, and features patrons of Radio Free Cybertron from our Touch tier. If you'd like to be on the show, and you're a patron at the Touch tier, send an email to contact at tfradio.net with the subject Hot 5. If you're not a patron, sign up at patreon.com slash tfradio. Your support helps make everything we do possible. Happy New Year, everybody. You are listening to History on the Fives, the podcast where uh, the patrons of Radio Free Cybertron take a look back at Transformers history in five-year jumps. And of course, since uh, we are now in 2023, uh, that's going to mean a different set of five years. So uh, that's good format. Uh, Brian uh, came up with uh, slash, I think, cribbed from a, a podcast he listens to you know, helps keep us from uh, repeating everything. So, uh, I am Rob Clay and, uh, with me tonight, I have got spider Bob. Hey, how's it going? Everyone, Sean Hamilton. Uh, I'm on a different computer with different headphones. Diecast. <laughs> hey everybody. Yeah. So uh, Sh- Sean's name is MacBook <laughs> for the purposes of the zoom chat tonight. Yes. And Frank Perkins. Hey, how's everybody doing? Dude. Not too bad. Not too bad. All right. So yeah, we are we are going to just uh, start from the top at January 1st through 7th, 2023. And uh yeah, uh January 1st, of course, every year is New Year's Day. And presume, presumably this is going to get posted sometime after the new year. So happy new year. We're in the future. In the yeah. future. Well, uh, I will say that uh, about, I don't know, a couple hours ago, uh, I saw that History on the Fives Compendium, episodes 17 through 25, just came out. Oh, oh is yeah. that what we're calling it? So, so, so hopefully Brian will be less busy in the future and these can come out in episodic bites as opposed to seven hours and 19 minutes and 16 seconds of uh, our <laughs> idiocy. <laughs> That's just the first episode. <laughs> wow someone listening to seven hours of us hmm. <laughs> i know oh wow good, good for a long time trip. my goodness all right and uh back back in 1953 on january uh the first uh musician hank williams passed away uh, he is relevant because uh, your cheating heart was used in Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen, though it did not appear on the soundtrack album. When was the movie ever? Movie? What's that? When, when in that movie was that used? Uh, I don't know, but that's what the wiki said. Your cheating. I'm is gonna. That, is okay, that gonna be with his girlfriend? It's got to be something with his, his hot girlfriend that was way too hot for Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I It'd bet be. it was. I bet it was when he was uh, with the Pretender. And, yeah, uh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. 
that could have been background music with the tail. Bubble Bubble P probably played it. Yeah, talking about going yeah. to the party. Uh-huh. I, bet you. uh-huh. I bet you're right. Yeah, that would make exactly. sense. Yeah, we should all watch the movie together, and we'll, we'll pinpoint that the exact time. We need to do that one episode of, of Transformers where we watch the movie. <laughs> Well, if we do that, then yeah, you know, I, I'll definitely have to get my daughter involved because these movies give her like a rage and fit. <laughs> well, we'll have to get, we'll have to make sure die, uh, diecast and uh, boomer are there, so some people will be confident. somebody has to defend right. it. Yeah. <laughs> boomer will be like, these movies are lovely. It's like okay. <laughs> no, boomer say, see, see that doll right there on the shelf? I've got that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beer candy I, I've got that beer can. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do. I have to admit, even the, uh, even even from movies, I'm not always big fans of. I am impressed by some of the stuff Boomers managed to get a hold of. Uh, he yeah. has some great stuff. Yes, he does. He has some cool stuff. Yeah. Let's see, uh, in 2003. Uh, the 2001 Robots in Disguise Dread Wind and Smoke Jumper set was released in Japan as a Toys R Us exclusive USA edition. I, I believe those that were clip. those were recolored from Machine Wars, were, uh, right? Or G2? It's uh, my damn Alexa just went off. It's the it's the Dreadwing, it's the yep. G2 Dreadwing smoke screen set repainted to like an olive green, olive tan khaki kind of color yep gotcha so it, it's uh yeah or if you prefer uh beast wars 2 starscream yeah, like and the BB. Fourth, fourth use of that mold if you count the megatron starscream that was limited release gotcha i need to get some version of that at some point i've managed to accidentally dodge that? i do not have any version of that i somehow i missed oh, all of man them. it is a great set yeah i love I, those I, I need to get more G2 stuff in general. I may, I may have to go looking for that. That is true. You do need, especially G2 Dinobots. Yeah. I The only G2 Dinobot I have is actually that first run of Grimlock that was in the original colors. Yeah. Huh. So he has the Optimus Prime um, tampo on there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And as far as I can tell, that's the only difference from the original Grimlock at it all. It is. It is. It's just that tampo for the G2 symbol. Yeah. To the Autobot. But, okay. Uh, 2008, the freelance peacekeeping agent Death's Head tracks down Cyclonus and Scourge above the planet of junk, which leads to all three of them falling under the thrall of Unicron, which was part of the uh, UK Legacy of Unicron storyline, which took place in 2008. It started Don's love affair with Death's Head. Yeah, we're yeah. Don. We need him here for this. <laughs> yeah, well, this is this is actual original Death's Head, so he'd probably be cool with that. Of course, I don't think Death's Head Two ever ran, uh, had a run in with Transformers. So, oh. no. As far as I know, Death's Head Two is only in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. So, M- by the way, Diecast, that image that you posted of uh, Don's face, yeah, that's one of my. That's one of my creations. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's why no. I said on there, you're welcome. You gave it to me and you were like, here, do what you want with it. And uh <laughs> it was I found it in my uh in my I guess my Twitter chat with you, and I was like, I have to Funny. post that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been two years since I cranked that one out. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see, uh 
2018, uh, voice actor Milt Jamin passes away. He was the voice of G1 Blastoff and also played uh, three different Nebulans in the uh, Rebirth, Grax, Stylor, and Aimless. <laughs> that was hard. One guy just went, <laughs> that was it. Yep. Yeah, that's the, uh, but that's just another one of those cases of, yes, contractually, uh, voice actors can only do three characters in, uh, in a single uh, session. So, yeah, he got those three background characters that day. This mm. is, I mean, for me, it would be a dream to be able to voice a Transformer in official media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why I get, like, so upset when I hear, like, uh, oh, what's that guy's name who's going to voice uh, Mirage? Oh. Mirage in the, in the movie. Oh, Pete Davidson? Oh, Pete Davidson. I'm like, yeah. oh, uh, I had no problem with Pete, but now I'm kind of jealous that he gets to do this because <laughs> that yeah. would be like man i wish i had the uh the ability or you know yeah. to be able to do that of all characters yeah. mirage he's supposed to be a sophisticated you know upper crust guy yeah I, it's I like don't... john ham to do him you know mm-hmm. yeah 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 davidson pete's kind of there <laughs> like he's just a hot name that they wanted to throw in the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, well, he's the Shia I mean, LaBeouf of 2023. Funny. Yeah. I mean, if you go back to the original '86 movie, I mean, they brought in actors. Mm-hmm. I mean, real actors, not just voice actors. Yeah. Of course, you know, I'm not saying that voice actors aren't real actors, but people who had you know their face on you know on film. Um. For that, and I'm assuming it was under the presumption that it was going to draw more of an audience if they had Orson Welles and they Leonard had Nimoy. Leonard, Leonard Nimoy. Nimoy. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I appreciate yep. that. I mean, at least they were real actors. I'm sorry. I don't cons- I consider Pete Davidson a comedian, yeah. not a real actor. So course, now, I... you also got to go back to the Go Box movie had Kelly Savalas. Oh, did it? Nice. Yes, the Rock Lords. <laughs> the Rock Lords movie had Tilly Zavallis. That's when we, uh, that's when we hear Psycho go, who loves you, baby? Hmm. I don't think he was Psycho. Though. I think he was hmm. a Rock Lord. Nah. He was a Rock Lord. So they were they in the same movie together? Because I will admit I have never seen the GoBots. I have never seen I... either, and you can't find it anywhere. Huh. I wanted to see it, but... I've never seen. I bought this. I bought the complete series, but it doesn't have a movie. Weird. Hmm. Got to be out there somewhere, I would think. But uh... I cannot find it. Hmm. I found it. I found it. Wonder if they tried to bury it. Why under it's rocks? Gold. <laughs> it's put it on oh, display. It's buried, my, all right. My GI Joe the movie display. Yeah. Mm. All right, we have uh, we have made it to January second, and Woo-hoo! somehow, somehow, yeah, we've got a couple of birthdays for uh, vo- uh, Japanese voice actresses here. In 1978, uh, Megumi Toyoguchi was born, uh, played uh, Professor Princess in Transformers Animated in Japan, and fair <laughs> number of other uh, other fairly noteworthy par- uh, parts from various anime. Um. Uh, the other one being uh, Satomi uh, Akisaka, who uh, 
voiced uh, Atari, uh, Sundor, and Stardust in the Kiss Players radio uh, program. Oh, God. Also described the also designed the uh, color schemes for Sundor and Stardust, apparently. And also what? was the also was the voice of Sari in Transformers Animated in Japan. Sundor was oh, like Japan. A, a cassette bird, right? Yeah, bright orange cassette bird. Yep. What was the other one? <clears throat> Stardust was one of the three spark bots. So it okay. was a green sphere. Green ball. Yeah. yeah. Looks Kind of like a Bakugan, I think. Yeah, oh, okay. kind of. Yeah, there's <clears throat> there's just these Eggbot molds that have been oh, yeah. rattling yeah, around yeah, yeah, for yeah. a long time now. Yeah, they keep reusing those. Those were go, used in GoBots, and they've been used in uh, He-Man and everything else. Yeah. They, 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 those, those molds really traveled. But yeah, so that's, uh, uh, that's what uh, Stardust was. Uh, up in 2013, IDW released Transformers Prime Rage of the Dinobots number two. Uh, the Dinobots track swoop to a forged prison, but find more waiting for them than they bargained on. Um, trying to remember if this is the specific issue that I wound up, uh, no, this isn't, uh, the one, but just, I remember like, this is one of the few reviews I wrote where I wound up picking apart how a fight scene was staged because just none of it made any sense. But <laughs> that's just, uh, uh, I've seen some other stuff that, uh, Augustin Padilla has done, uh, since and it definitely, he's definitely upped his game since then, but that was, hey, you said that's Transformers Prime. Is that connected to the cartoon? Um, kind of it, it's set in the cartoon continuity by way of fall of Cybertron since the Dinobots did show up in that. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it is, Which uh, it is totally scrapped in, in robots in disguise when Grimlock was was not related to the other Grimlock at all. So yeah. it connects to Prime through the video game? Is that what you're saying? Pretty much, It was yeah. a lot of continuity. Yeah, because yeah, the, the designs, uh, I recognize the uh, Grimlock design from the video game. Yeah. <clears throat> Mostly because of that sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was a, a weird uh, kind of little just side story that just, it te- again, technically connects to Prime, but does just in the most tangential way possible. It just never really affected much of anything. Gotcha. It was more an aesthetic than uh, an actual um, storytelling device, I guess. Yeah. Well, somebody said, hey, let's try to keep all the continuity together. And then they said, screw it. Good luck. We'll, yeah. just, we'll just have a Grimlock and everything, and it'll be a different Grimlock. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that re- repurposed some of the Beast Hunters uh, toy designs for characters as well. So, yeah. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was just kind of a bunch of weirdness. But, yeah. Um, let's see. Robots in Disguise Trade Paperback Volume 2 came out at the same time. That was uh, issues six through nine, which is, uh, uh, I think, part of the robot politics arc. Okay, that's that's robots in disguise. IDW comics has nothing to do with the cartoon. Correct. Either cartoon. You got Either it. Yeah. Cartoon. <clears throat> yeah. <sighs> okay, you got to keep all these straight. Yeah, they. they I, I to be honest, I'm uh, Legacy and Legacy Evolution. And all those aren't the most inspired titles I've ever heard, but I'm just glad Hasbro found new words. Yes, because they they needed it. Boy, did they need it. 
Um, let's see. Also, uh, from IDW that day, Transformers Prime, the Orion Pax saga, which was uh, the uh, Orion Pax episodes from Transformers Prime done as a film comic, basically. Okay. And also, uh, the Titans Return episode Consumed peer, uh, premiered on Go90 in 2018, which I don't remember any of the Go90 stuff. Is that, is that, is that, is that, I'll say, no, that's before that. I'll say that, boy. I think oh, Go90 90 was the one that, uh, is no longer, but, um, it, it wasn't big. It was free. It was all that free content. So, but, 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 yeah. but was it, was that Colonel Sanders, uh, uh, uh Titan Return? <laughs> oh, no. Foghorn Leghorn, I think, was, uh, later in this series and then mostly in Power of the Primes afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Overlord shows up in the next episode and, uh, I think this might be the one where uh, uh, where things were resolved by like Fortress Maximus's arm. I'm trying to remember, but okay. uh, yeah, this is with Triptychon and and Metroplex Fortress Maximus. Yeah, um, did you say it was resolved by his arm? Are we talking about like City of Steel, Optimus Prime arm with a gun? Resolved. Um, not not quite that, but just <laughs> they did not. I, there was one of those. I it might have been uh, the first one that the uh, Combiner Wars. They did not. They they had Metroplex in it, I think, but they did not animate an entire Metroplex. So they just had his arm at one point. I think at the, uh, at the oh. end of it. no, the, I think this did have Fortress Maximus in full. Uh, and emissary was uh, Jason David Frank. That's right. Rest in peace. Because yeah. before the suicide, apparently. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was, eventually I need to, I need to rewatch those, but I just, I'm going to need a lot more patience than I have at the moment. I think I oh. tried rewatching them last month and they're not in any way you can follow the order on, on uh, YouTube. Mm. Nobody has them in order that I can find. I think they were released as a bonus on one of the various uh, movie, uh, movie box set releases, but I like really? one, of the tar- one of the target exclusives, I think. Oh wow, that would be interesting to find. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I think that uh, they wound up as bonuses there. Are you, are you talking about the Titans Return series? Uh, Combiner Wars, Titans Return, and Power of the Primes. I think. So I, I mean, I'm looking at a whole Transformers Combiner Wars animated shorts channel on uh, YouTube. Yeah, but there's eight. You start episodes. watching it. You start watching <clears> it. And <throat> the first episode <throat> is next thing you know, you're watching the fifth episode. They they don't they don't play in order for some reason. Well, this is a playlist that's in order. It says that until you start watching it. Oh, weird. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, Combiner Wars and possibly only Combiner Wars was a bonus on the tar- one of the Target exclusive releases of Transformers: The Last Night. Oh, uh, okay. So and then they're just like. Yeah, there, it does not appear that, that uh, Power of the Primes and Titans Return has been have been uh, collected in uh, any particular order. Apparently, they're all they may all still be on Rooster Teeth's website if that still exists. But uh, huh. much as I hate it, I you? would like to own it. I would like to own it. Yeah, just I, I'd like to have it all in one place with no breaks and see uh, how it how it reads. But just. I don't know. Yeah. Let's see. But that is uh, that is it for January 2nd. 
On January 3rd in 1983, the programming block CITV began at first, its first broadcast. Uh, I, uh, it would eventually come to be known as ITV and was uh, where Beast Wars uh, ran in Canada. Hmm. Uh, but apparently it only aired during bank holidays, making it yeah, a bit of a chore to, uh, for fans to view the series. Were they beasties? Yeah, beasties. Yeah. That, that would be it. So, yeah, that was... Man, I can't imagine having to wait uh, up, wait for that like that. That would be ridiculous. We're on holiday. Time to watch Transformers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe it is all on Rooster Teeth. I just pulled it up. Mm. Okay, well, that's something. At least the preludes are. Don't look well, well, hopefully the uh, I think the prelude for Combiner Wars has that hilarious Optimus Prime pirouette, but that's uh, that's all I remember about this. Uh, meanwhile, in 1993, the Headmasters episode The Final Demise of the King of Destruction aired in Malaysia, which uh, was Season 1, Episode 25. Uh, the Emperor of Destruction vanishes on an iceberg. With the true extent of Galvatron's master plan revealed, the Autobot Headmasters face the Emperor of Destruction in a final battle in the Arctic. Or as Again. Galvatron explains it, this is Unicorn. The Earth will soon be a part of me. But before I can fulfill my ambitions, I need a lot of transforming parts. They're very vital, vital to my transformation. You see, the weakest part of my body is my head. <laughs> so I watched this in Japanese, and then I watched that part in, in the English dub. Mm-hmm. They, they do play very differently. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I bet. You know, I'm really, really disappointed that Grand Galvatron, the Galvatron, did not make his dream come true to become Grand Galvatron. Yeah. All you get is that one shot on the monitor. This is Unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or if uh, Super 7 is smart, they'll take that Unicorn model and make it a Super Galvatron out of it. <clears throat> <laughs> That'd be fun. Oh, yeah. I've got that thing on pre order. You, you know it. I do too. Wonder if, I wonder if that though is why they gave uh, Cybertron, Megatron, Unicron's arms in Transformers Cybertron. Hmm. I don't really know what you're talking about. Uh, tr- basically, uh, Transformers Cybertron Megatron has has what very much appear to be Unicron's arms. I'm looking <laughs> at Unicron, and yes, they do. <clears throat> you're talking like, about it, the one that turns into a car and a ship. Yeah. It it yeah. kind of it, I think it was like a plot uh plot point in like one either one of the mini comics or I forget if Dreamwave was still around by the time Cybertron uh started, but I remember uh, I remember it being mentioned somewhere and then looking at the design going oh yeah those are you know he does have orange arms with Unicron like details for no particular I, I'm looking reason. at Unicron and I see it yes yeah so but but not the same size because that would be. Why he's not? Yeah, that'd much be smaller. that'd be much too funny. He's really not much smaller. I mean, in in universe he is, so it would be it would be hilarious. But sadly, trying to transform him would be a pain. He walk yeah. around with hands. You have to rip off his arms. Hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so does he have kind of like, smash? Does he have like Popeye arms or something? Or no, they're just sh- they're just the general shape and look of is the same design. Yeah. Let me look up. That's interesting. I never noticed that. 
yeah, like I said, I remember it being mentioned many, many years ago, but just the specifics have kind of left me. So as a lot of things do, you know, over like 20 years. So, uh, but we are, we are now up to 2018 and, uh, Transformers, uh, versus Visionaries. Number one is released by a, uh, IDW publishing, uh, title. The, uh, issue was schismatic. Uh, Ironhide and Cup enter into talks with Cy- Cybertron's newest residents, the magic-wielding visionaries of New Prismas, but it's a time when magic is more powerful than science. This was it's... part of their uh, aligned continuity uh, that they were going for, which kind of like fell apart, I guess. Yeah, this, well, this was, this was more IDW of a unified had. universe. I think that they were, you know, planning on creating like this whole hasbro unify you the word bob synergy there you go but uh yeah i mean we got no toys out of it and part yeah yeah when you lecture you're supposed to hold something oh my well i'm not lecturing and they and they don't talk about it anymore like the the continuity is gone that the whole it's con- it's conveniently theory. forgotten. Yeah. yeah. But I will say that I would love to see a new visionaries line where the humanoids, armored humanoids, actually turn into the animal that they're supposed to be, uh, have the powers of. Well, no. well, 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 yeah. Obviously, <clears throat> they're just in dragons figures. Yeah. They did they, they, they with a couple of those. And oh, I yeah. can probably hook you up some animals if you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that I remember. I want transforming parts is what I want. <laughs> this this issue got, was met with a fair amount of consternation because uh, they basically killed Cup off at the beginning of it for no particularly good reason. How dare they kill Grandpa? Yeah, what the hell? one teacup, a teaspoon. Sadly, no dishwasher. Nah, but yeah, just, uh, they were, they, they basically, you know, did the kill somebody at the end of the first issue for shock value thing with cup. And so that was pretty much the end of anybody's particular interest in visionaries and IDW. I think right there. Did cup say anything about you mess with the bull, you get the horns. Sadly, <laughs> I don't think so. I think you think of the cliff jumper. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I you don't know what the cup was cooking. <laughs> I don't even remember if I read the subsequent issues, to be honest. I may have, I may have, uh, ducked out of reviewing it after that. I'm but, pretty sure I read them and quickly forgot them. Yeah. Oh, we lost that kid. Oh no. Did he have, he's to a bed? real big fan of visionaries. I think he was offended. Yeah. But well, hopefully, uh, hopefully he gets back. But in the meantime, uh, January 4th is real short. In 2008, the Beast Wars source book issue three was released by IDW, which covered Onyx Primal through Silverbolt. Which Onyx Primal is just a retool of Silverbolt anyway, isn't it? Onyx Primal is a retool of the bat I sent you with Alligator. Yeah. (laughs) Man, you get the joke. I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. I said, isn't Onyx Primal just a retool of Silverbolt anyway? I mean, everything is. Everything's a retool of Silverbolt. <laughs> yes. I saw Beast Wars Sil- Silverbolt today in uh, in the toy store I was at. And I was like, oh, my God. Where? 
What's that? Oh, you're talking about the original. Yeah, the original. Oh, okay, okay. And I was like, like, oh, like they just announced he was coming out this year. What are you talking about? <laughs> Actually, you go to a record toy store. You must be you must be over there by uh, Kevin. Did you meet up with Kevin today? No, I didn't. I don't know where Kevin is. He's he's not far from you. You you're at the the Virginia Beach area. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Look look for the closest Bucky's. He's there. Huh. That's a joke, guess. That's a joke because he yeah, went to Wawa. Uh, this uh, Onyx Primal is kind of cool looking, but they've got stamped on his backside. He's got a tramp stamp that says Botcon '96 dealer exclusive. Yeah, I think uh, I, the, as I recall, the dealer exclusive version wound up being more common than the one that doesn't have that. Really? I I want to say yeah, but uh, that I I'm I think that was the uh, that may have been the dreaded Men in Black year. So you could probably get yeah. you know you could probably get Don to tell you about that at, at uh, length if you uh, really wanted to. Hey, it looks really it looks really good in black and white. I think I like this better than the gray. Yeah. It doesn't look like Batman. No, he doesn't look like Batman. He's man bat. <laughs> He's bad bot. I like bat I'm bat bot. <laughs> and up to uh January uh fifth, um in nineteen twenty-three, animation director Jeff Hale <laughs> was born born in Margaret, England, who directed uh unknown episodes of the original Transformers cartoon in season one. Get these robots in the correct order. I say, these are some odd bots. (laughs) These robots are fighting other robots. Apparently, he also did some uh, Charlie Brown uh, work, G.I. Joe, and Muppet Babies and Transformers. Yep. See, um, in 1978, on January 5th, actress America Olivia was born. Uh, or was that Olivo? Olivo. Um, sure. Yeah, she was Frisbee Girl in Revenge of the Fallen, who, you know, I'm sure we all remember. I, I don't. I, I love that movie, and okay. I don't remember her. Okay, good. I'm sure but, it was on the college campus, a girl threw a Frisbee. Yeah. <laughs> that's what. That's all I can guess. <laughs> and it probably hit Sam in the head as he was goggling another girl. Probably. Nah. No, Frisbee. I remember the Frisbee being thrown around because the mom tried to grab it because she was all uh, doped up on the pot brownies. Yeah. Oh, um, but I don't particularly mem- remember any of the people that were playing Frisbee. You're not watching the movie carefully enough. Yeah, I have to go back and watch it again. Apparently. Yep. Significant part of the movie. Oh, certainly. Absolutely. Okay, um, 2008, the animated episode Home is Where the Spark is premiered in the U.S., which was episode four of the first season. As the Autobots make themselves at home in an abandoned Sumdac auto fa- uh, factory, a disembodied Megatron uses the factory's technology to launch an attack on them. Yep. Yep. That's a good one. Yep. I'm trying to think if animated had any bad ones and nothing really comes to mind. So. Well, the first season didn't, it wasn't exactly all all action you know yeah it was world building man yeah gotta remind these kids who these transformers are yeah so much potential got left behind on that my kids would have been six years old and 
four years old when that came out. So they were definitely the prime audience. Yeah. If they could get up and catch it on Cartoon Network at the right time. Uh, we watched it on um, on disc. I I rented it from uh, Netflix, I do believe. Mm. Back when Netflix used to have disc. Remember them? Remember them days, Grandpa? Yeah. Used to come on these round silver things. I was still doing VHS back then. You didn't have to chase it from like streaming service to streaming service from month to month. Where my Transformers go, it's not where they left it last. Now I gotta Google it and find it again. My converted <laughs> robot. That's right, the Convertitrons. Yeah. Okay, uh, January 6th, only one thing ever happened, apparently. In 1958, uh, voice actor Yasuhiko Nemoto was born, who was Patrick Dempsey's uh, dub for the Japanese version of Dark in the Moon. Japanese Dark in the Moon. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and creepy. Mm-hmm. And creepy. <laughs> well, he was creepy in that movie. Yeah. And uh, let's see, January 7th, 1948. Uh, musician Ichiro Mizuki was born, who uh, did songs for Transformers Zone. Uh, uh, Mizuki was a basically the one of the most well-known uh, singers of uh, opening songs for anime, uh, starting with Mazinger Z and going forward, and uh, just uh, died due to lung cancer about a month ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, apparently he was a member of Jam Project, which they do a lot of anime oh, uh, yeah. theme songs. Yeah, and he just he 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 worked on everything because he was around forever. So Zinger Z, he must have started early. He was born in what fifty eight, forty eight. Yeah, so 40, he would have been what okay. his twenties. Yeah, twenty three about when Mazinger Z first ran. So yeah, he he yeah. he started early. See, um, in 1998, the Beast Wars episode "Make a Dramatic Comeback" Destrons premiered in Japan, which was the uh, U.S. episode "Victory." A rebellion and uh, explosion at the Predacon base seemingly leads to a maximal victory. Yes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I've I've heard the uh, Beast Japanese Beast Wars dub is basically done for comedy, so. That, yeah. I, I kind of want to watch that sometime with subtitles, but I, I I don't even know where you'd find that or if you could. I didn't bother finding out, but there's apparently an episode that must have been skipped somewhere along the ways because they're out of sync with the U.S. episodes. Yeah. And then eventually uh, you'll see it like go one to one. But you think that's weird? As we get into this month further, uh, <coughs> our Armada is all over the place. Oh, I bet. As far as the episodes and what was released, when, where. <laughs> just that's, like, how it, that's how it aired, though. It didn't make any sense then either. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say Energon was even worse in that regard. But uh, uh, Armada had the uh, had the uh, benefit of nobody being imprisoned. So that's, you know, that's something. I just recall when those first aired, uh, I was really turned off by the uh, digital animation. But I was with Beast Wars too. Yeah. I had some cool things in it though, where like uh, the uh, the Decepticon bulldozer guy ended up being an Autobot, and I mean after he 
beat the crap out of everybody and made fun of him. Then you find out he's an Autobot. Mm-hmm. And then the, later on, you, you got Wheeljack is a Decepticon because Hot Shot left him in a burning fire, which I don't know how that was supposed to hurt him. Yeah, Wheeljack. It wasn't a downshift. Was it the same character? No, no. It's uh, uh, Wheeljack. In this case, is the one that looks like Sideswipe. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Uh, in in, uh, in Japanese, his name was uh, Rampage, which is, in terms of spelling, not that far off from uh, Sideswipe's uh, Japanese name of Lambor. Hmm. So one of my favorite toys, though. Yeah, it was, it was a good toy. It was an, it was a nice figure. Yeah, but he had like the big Autobot symbol with a scratch through it, and a little tiny Decepticon symbol underneath. Mm-hmm. Little tiny. Yes, and some and some nice detail uh, uh, molded in that scratch, as I recall. Yes, yes. Yeah, there was there was definitely some good stuff to be uh, be had in Armada. So I'll I'll find mine sometime in February. Hmm. Yeah, I'm man, I I'm just kind of going to be curious to see what you uh, end up digging up when you have to move all that stuff cuz there's, oh, there's going to be Twitter's going to be just full of posts. Good cuz there's gonna there's always... for us. <laughs> Wait, what's in this box? Oh my gosh. Yeah, there, there's always something <laughs> to take you by surprise. <laughs> More animorphs. <laughs> I but... loaded Boomer up with animorphs last year. I think I threw him <laughs> a complete set. Oh nice. <clears throat> but we have actually made it to the end of our first week of January here. So Woo-hoo. yeah, not, not always the heaviest, uh, uh, load of stuff, uh, post Christmas, but I'd say pretty good amount. We'll see what the rest of the month looks like, hopefully. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's is... pretty packed until, uh, the, like the very end of the month end of February. And then it gets, right. yeah, I imagine, I imagine like, February is going to have some toy fair stuff that might uh, take up some time, but see, uh, see how that works when we get there. Happy new year, everybody. Yep. And that is, uh, that is going to do it for uh, this week's episode. Uh, thank you to everyone for watching and for supporting the show uh, all this time. Uh, if you would like to be on the show, go to tfradio.net slash Patreon or patreon.com slash tfradio. And, uh, if you are a member of the touch tier, you are eligible to join us on history on the fives. If you uh, would just like to get the show a little bit earlier than the general public, uh, that is what the other tiers are there for. And uh, just again, all, any and all support, even just listening is appreciated. So thank, uh, thank you much. And uh, okay. So diecast got any closing thoughts or plugs or anything you you'd like to throw in here? Uh, yeah, just, uh, watch us on Radio Free Cybertron. Uh, hopefully you do already. Uh, and you can also follow me on Twitter at diecast2. Okay. And yeah, I, I forgot that part. If you want to catch, uh, RFC, tfradio.net slash live every, uh, Wednesday evening, uh, starting at pre-show starts at about 8 p.m. Eastern. So you know, feel free to come join us. Uh, Sean. Um. Uh, a Christmas Carol. It didn't, of course, John learned nothing. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, Secret Santa was was Rob Clay trying oh. to hide his face again. Mm. Uh, 
right now on Don of the Day, we're doing a little bit of a New Year's uh, tribute by uh, Name That Tune. It's the world's worst Christmas song, but it does kind of end on New Year on Christmas on New Year's. Uh, we had the first round of lyrics today. Uh, Met my old lover in the grocery store. The snow was falling Christmas Eve. I stole behind her in the frozen foods, and I touched her on the sleeve. Nobody's made any guesses yet. It, it rings so a bell. So we're literally but... supposed to name that tune, huh? Name that tune. <clears throat> Tomorrow is, she didn't recognize the face at first, but then her eyes flew open wide. She went to hug me, and she spilled her purse, and we laughed until we cried. This did not get more romantic and Christmassy and New Year's than that. I I have heard this song. I know. Uh, I heard, let me I... play this one. The fourth day, they're drinking beer in the car. Okay, yeah. So, I, uh, <laughs> I I know I've I know I've heard this. I cannot remember its title. I I think it's I have the successfully worst song ever. Yeah, I think I have successfully purged this from my brain. So yeah, you only hear it at Christmas, and thank the Lord for that, Mark. Yes. Wow. But uh, uh, if you, if you notice the uh, the old lover that he runs into at a grocery store is the uh, is his wife from uh, uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Ah, of course. So his sixteen year old bride. But uh, anyway, that's what's going on with Don of the Day. Have no clue what we're going to do come January. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on some something to hit me. So that's all I got going on, and hopefully, I'll be moving in a month. So hope it all goes well. Please. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Bob. You you have anything to add? Um. So as always, you can uh, check out my post on uh, Twitter at SpiderBob007. Uh, I got a new light box, so my future toy light photography box, light hmm, box. Uh-huh, will uh, hopefully be uh, crisper and, uh, uh, you know, have a, a nicer quality to it. I did uh, post uh, some images of uh, Magnificus up there today, and it got a light ring as well to help me whenever I uh, take pictures of stuff in my cabinet because the lighting always doesn't work very well there either. So hopefully some stuff to look forward to in the future. Uh, I'm also supposed to be getting a uh, Leopardon, uh, which is a Japanese Spider-Man uh, transforming robot. Some point here, uh, my, um, my family pre-ordered it for me and uh, it should be uh, some point uh, arriving in my house in January. And other than that, uh, you'll see some uh, repost of uh, Dawn of the Day or whatever other shenanigans Sean is up to. And uh, also, uh-huh. and uh, also, a uh, repost of the publicly available Hot Five episodes, uh, which I imagine here in about a week, everybody's gonna have the compendium of episodes 17 through 25 to look forward to. So that's seven hours, 19 minutes, and 16 seconds of your life that you will not regret. We promise. <laughs> All the French accents you can stand. That's right. <laughs> All right. And Frank. Yeah. So tomorrow I at uh, 11 a.m. I'm doing uh, Gaming Fix Live. And uh, so it's 11 on uh, Pacific, 1 o'clock um, Eastern. And uh, I don't know what we'll be talking about at all. No idea. Because um, I've been sick. Um, and, uh, at four o'clock PM, uh, Eastern or 
seven o'clock. No, four o'clock Pacific or uh, seven o'clock Eastern. I'm doing the one, two, three, which is our wrestling show. And are you um, wrestling? No, it's reviewing wrestling and just talking about some of the things. Uh, We just had our panel. We had our show uh, with the uh, Los Angeles Comic-Con panel of uh, Women of Color, which was kind of cool. And then I had, uh, and then the last one I just didn't, I wasn't able to do because of uh, being, uh, having this uh, fun, sick thing that's been, that I've had uh, all Christmas. Hmm. Um, you can reach me at uh, on Twitter at, at Frank Perkins 999, but I am honestly not there as much as I would like to be. So it, you'll probably find me more often at uh, at Gaming Fix on Twitter. Okay. Uh, you I'm should, on- You should have made your Twitter handle being sexy. Hmm. <clears throat> I am on uh, Twitter at Rob Flails, which is connected to my uh, Gundam Gaming YouTube account, Flailthroughs. So uh, if you have any interest in either of those things, you know, check it out. If not, it's fine. Anyway, that is going to do it for uh, this week's episode. Thank you once again for listening, and we will all catch you soon. And Ron. Bye. Good night. This was Hot 5, Transformers History on the Fives. If you want to be a part of the show, join us on our Patreon at the Touch tier. Just go to patreon.com slash tfradio to join. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.